with blogging, it's a very, very slow process. I worked on our on motorcycle habit. I worked on it for a full year, full time. And I was writing two articles every day for our website. And we didn't see one cent for an entire year. And it gets really disheartening because you look at like your Google analytics and you're like, there is no one coming to my website in the blogging business. It's going to take time, but once it takes off, it's like totally, totally worth it. You just have to be patient with the process. That was Amanda, the professional blogger whose growth mindset we're about to examine this very episode alongside her husband, Kyle. The two of them went from what she just described to having over a quarter million views every month in a matter of only four years. Wait until you hear the growth mindset that got them there. I'm Gordon, your host of the Growth Mindset Experience podcast. I am passionate about growth mindset. I love building on my own growth mindset, and I especially love learning from the growth mindset experience of others. That's why I started this podcast, to create a platform where everyone can learn growth mindset from everyone. On this show, we examine growth mindsets of both historical figures and everyday people. Today, we discuss with the blogger family the kind of growth mindset required to grow that type of business. Listen in as Amanda and Kyle share their expertise on failing fast, mentorship, and patience when starting a blog or any other venture. Welcome to the Growth Mindset Experience, a podcast where we share real stories of how both historical figures and everyday people activate a growth mindset mentality to reach new heights. Welcome back to the Growth Mindset Experience podcast. We're thrilled to have you with us for this special episode, and I am so excited to have our guests, Amanda and Kyle, with us today. But before we get into the examination, of Amanda and Kyle, let me just share with you a little bit about them. In 2014, Kyle started restoring classic motorcycles and he sold them all over the country. In addition, he earned a degree in mechanical engineering with a minor in automotive engineering. He currently is in the oil and gas industry and has worked for Chevron the last four years. Amanda, well, she's a professional blogger and Kyle helps with the blogging business but Amanda runs the show. The two married eight years ago, and after having kids, Amanda wanted a business she could run from home. In 2018, the couple began to build the car show website that turned out to be a complete flop. However, after learning from the mistakes they made from their failed website, they persisted and started a new one. In 2019, Motorcycle Habit was born. Amanda grew up around motorcycles and would regularly go on rides with Kyle during their courtship. So the transition to writing articles about motorcycles was a natural one. Over the next few years, the website attracted more and more viewers. The success of this website led to the creation of another in 2021, Gear and Cylinder. Both websites continued to grow and Amanda and Kyle intend to purchase other sites in the near future. Here's some noteworthy milestones that they have experienced on their blogging journey together over a span of just four years. Amanda now makes significantly more money working 10 hours a week on the websites than she did as a full-time social worker. They have five part-time employees, including professional engineers and college students across the United States. 
Their websites combined attract 250,000 visitors every single month. Big thanks to Amanda and Kyle for being on the show today and letting us examine the growth mindset that has allowed you to get where you are with your business. So without further ado, I give you Amanda and Kyle, the blogger family. Welcome to the show, you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks so much for letting us come on. We're excited. This is fun. Thanks for having us. You bet. So let's go ahead and just get started. So I kind of introduced your websites a little bit. I didn't really get into the what their purposes are and kind of what they are. So do you want to just take a quick minute and give us a little bit of context of what Motorcycle Habit and Gear and Cylinder even are? Yeah, so Motorcycle Habit is a website mostly geared around uh, helpful tips restoring motorcycles. It also kind of goes along with just general motorcycle questions. Um, we kind of got that idea from Kyle's restoration business that he had with his motorcycles and we had a lot of experience with it so we figured we were good people reliable people to write about that um, and then gear and cylinder it covers a lot more bases in the car world so we've covered classic cars um, we've covered electric cars right now we're covering off-roading and then we also plan on doing racing and then just kind of general car questions love that that's awesome and and you know if there's anyone in the world that doesn't know anything about motorcycles it's this guy right here the host of <laughs> but i you know every once in a while i'll just pop on a motorcycle habit and i'll just look at the articles that that you that you've written and that you shared and it's pretty fascinating to me and i just i really love uh there's a lot of simplicity to it so people who have motorcycle questions I mean, that is the place to go for really just those questions. And it's more than even just kind of restoration also, isn't it? Yeah, there's lo there's lots of stuff. General maintenance, right. um, helpful tips and tricks, recommended tools. We have a lot of stuff about laws pertaining to motorcycles. Because one thing we, we have noticed is when we're just driving in our car, we see a lot of motorcyclists just kind of doing their own thing. And we're like, mm, we should probably be helpful to our fellow motorcyclists and put a few things out there about the rules of what you can and can't do on the road. Right. That's awesome. So really it's, it's just a one-stop shop for anyone who's interested in, in having or anything to do with motorcycles. Love yeah. that. Okay. So let's go ahead and get into the next part real quick. Um, what does even having a growth mindset mean to you? I mean, you're on the growth mindset experience. We're about to examine your growth mindset. What does it mean to you to have a growth mindset? Um, I, to me, having a growth mindset um, kind of goes hand in hand with what I like to call failing fast, like what we did with our very first um, car show website. We had a great idea. We thought it was going to explode. Um, we spent a lot of time building this website. And as soon as we found out that it was going to be a flop and that we had made some major issues in both the coding and the structure of the website, we cut it off, we moved on, we cut our losses and just built from there. Um, you take your loss, you move on, you go into the next game with a, with a stronger mindset and prepare to win. So we took those lessons that we learned from the first one, put them towards the second one, um, and it's been a huge success. It's been great for us. I think there's a lot of value in failures because it was because of that failure 
that led us to where we're at right now with our blogs. That's awesome. And so when you talk about losses, like what percentage did you lose? Um, monetarily, I mean, it was, it was minimal. I think we only mm -hmm. spent like $50 building that very first website because we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, we were just getting our feet wet. So losing the $50 means absolutely nothing to me because we learned so many valuable lessons. I think the biggest loss was time yeah. because when we, so when we decided to pursue this type of business, we had just moved to Mississippi where Kyle got his first job outside of college. Um, I had quit my job as a social worker while we were living in Idaho. I quit that, that obviously, cause we were moving. Um, and we thought, well, why don't I just work on this business full time? And then hopefully it will like bring something. So I had spent, boy, I don't even know, hundreds and hundreds of hours on this. I, I would, it was like a nine to five thing for me when Kyle would leave for work, I would get on the computer and I was on it until he got home. So time-wise it was, it was a pretty big loss, but still there was a lot of value in that loss because I look back on that and think, about the mistakes that I had made that we had made and know that, you know, okay, I know more of what I can and more of what I can't do. Another part of growth mindset is uh, helping other people along who have, who are in the same path at the kind of the beginning stages of the path of where we were. So we've now helped several other families start blogs as well. Um, and it's, it's interesting to see exactly where they were. They get frustrated over certain things they can't figure out. And we, we have walked every single step that they have. So it's fun to be able to go back and be like, guys, I promise. Just like, just keep working. Just keep going. I promise. Yeah. Going back to those losses real quick that we talked about. Now, even though there wasn't a ton of, you know, um, financial loss, Amanda mentioned that there was a lot of time that was lost. And I think that every single listener to this show can relate that to lose something hurts. And whether it's you lose someone you love, whether it's you lose um, you know, a, a project that you've been working on, whether you lose your home, whatever it may be, losing hurts. So how did the two of you take those losses and move forward, but kind of deal with the pain that came from the loss of time that, that you had? That's a really good question. Um... It definitely, it definitely got us down for a while thinking like, okay, well, what do we do now? Should we try something else in this realm or should I go back to work as a social worker? Um, but that's the, the amazing thing about Kyle is like, like, if it had just been me, I would have been like, okay, I'm done. I'm just going to like go and get a traditional job. Like I can't do this. But Kyle, he has such a think outside of the box mindset that he was like, no, like, let's mourn this loss. We, it took us, I don't know, maybe a few weeks to kind of just process. process it. Yeah. And then he was like, okay, well, let's look into other things. Um, I, I really feel strongly that we, we have something here. We just need to figure out how to do it right. Yep. We did a lot of market research too and realized that there's what 20 30 million motorcycles just in the united states alone mm -hmm. so think think of that market 
of people that like, I know quite a bit about motorcycles. Think of all the people who know a lot less who also own motorcycles and they probably Google twice as many questions as I do. So let's, let's write those questions. Let's write those articles and give people somewhere free to go for good information. Love that. That's awesome. And I think that what you guys just talked about and how, you know, Amanda was kind of talking about if it was just me, I would have thrown in the towel, but, you know, having a partner with this, um, we were able to kind of put our, our strengths together. I think that that's a great example of another aspect that that's part of a growth mindset is being team oriented, you know, and because you guys have, are able to have that, that team oriented mentality. I mean, I'm, and, and you're married and so your, your teammates in a lot more than just this business, but just kind of generally speaking, you know, when you can work with someone, you can lab, collaborate with someone. A lot of times you come up with a lot better ideas with someone else than you would on your own. And that's kind of a hard pill for some people to swallow. You know, I think that there's, there's a little bit of just, it's human nature to just have a little bit of pride and to think, well, I can do this on my own. I don't need any help. Um, but to see you two kind of be like, no, we can't do this on our own. We need each other. And then to, to be able to rely on each other to be successful. That's really cool. Can you tell us an experience that, that maybe you had um, where you needed to have a growth mindset to overcome an obstacle? I can think of one from, what, two or three weeks ago. So I had spent a ton of time this past winter going through Google, trying to figure out like, what are some, and this is on the new gear and cylinder website that we're now just building. Um, what are some really helpful, basic um, questions about electric vehicles that people have? Because EVs are the next wave. We're all going to have one in 10 years, basically. They're kind of being pushed down everyone's throats at this point, and they're, they're just going to happen. So we decided we want to get ahead of the curve, write a, a bunch of articles about electric vehicles. And I did a ton of research and we had some of our writers write several hundred articles about electric vehicles. And then Amanda started going through these and about 30 of the articles, she said, Kyle, these are never going to win. These are never going to win first place. You missed this and this and this. And my heart just like sank. Like I probably just wasted a thousand dollars on not doing my research correctly because I didn't rely on her. I was confident. I thought I was doing it well. And so that was a fat pill to swallow. That one hurt really bad going down my throat. Um, but you get over it, you take that loss, um, you learn from it and you move on. There's literally nothing we can do. So we'll just do better next time. And I think too, like, there's always going to be losses along the way. It's like a roller coaster where like you go up and then you go down a little bit. And then the next time you go up, you go a little bit further up than the last time. It's just a roller coaster. You're always going to have your ups and downs. Um, and I think that's kind of what gets us through those times where we feel like we failed or times we know we did something wrong and kind of hurt our business a little bit. We just think, okay, we've been through this before. We can get through it and, you know, we'll just get to the next step. We know we can get through it. We've every single time we get through it. So it's not something that's going to like stop our business or stop us from growing. Right. That's cool. That's great perspective. And I kind of want to go back a little bit to, to something that you had mentioned earlier with now helping other families or helping other people who want to do blogs. Now, um, you know, we're going to have plenty of listeners here who, who aren't bloggers or don't have any aspirations to blog in any way, shape or form. But, you know, there might be some that, that do or there might be some listening that actually have thought about it. 
what would be some of the advice that you would give someone who's in the early stages of blogging? Um, I've got some advice. It sounds, it sounds critical and it sounds kind of rude, but it's not. It's, I promise it's coming from a good place. People don't care what you have to say and people don't want to hear about your life. They want the information that they Google. That's why they Googled it. So all of these blogs that just write about themselves, all these so-called mommy bloggers, that's why they never get traction. That's why they never get traffic is because people don't care what you have to say about you. People care what you have to say about helpful, educational, informational topics. Um, so write what people want to hear, not what you want to say. That's, that's And also too, with blogging, it's a very, very slow process. Like I worked on our, on motorcycle habit. I worked on it for a full year, like full time. And I was writing two articles every day for our website. And we didn't see one cent for an entire year. And it gets really disheartening because you look at like your Google analytics and you're like, there is no one coming to my website. And then, but we, we have this very strict formula that we follow and we luckily put our trust in it. And like in the blogging business, it's going to take time, but once it takes off, it's like totally, totally worth it. Yep. You just have to be patient with the process. That's awesome. And that's great advice. Thanks for sharing that. Not everybody blogs now. Let's, let's talk about the non-bloggers. I mean, you guys, have, you guys have mentioned some awesome principles that you've had to adapt a growth mindset to your blogging experience. What's the takeaway for our listeners who have other situations that they need their growth mindset for, whatever those situations may be? Um, I think a good one to start off with is find a mentor. Everywhere that we want to go, someone has probably been before. So find someone, spend some time doing some research. If you have to pay a couple hundred bucks to join some group or pay some mentor for a few hours of his time, it could literally change your life. Mm -hmm. It has ours. We found a group based out of Boise who taught Amanda a lot about coding, about how to um, code on WordPress. She had never taken a coding class before. She had no idea what that even was. But we spent, I think, $200 Mm-hmm. on this course to walk us through how to code a WordPress website. Um, so my advice would be find someone who's been where you want to go and learn everything you can from them. And what's your, what's your take as far as, I mean, obviously, you know, these people, it was their product that you bought, you know, you were spending $200. So of course they're willing to help you, but what right. has been your experience on just like asking people for help, are they are they typically willing? Or are they typically like, uh, no, go find it yourself, or no, you have to go spend two hundred dollars? Or what's your guys' experience with that? We've had a lot of success. I'm like asking people for help, especially when it comes to like a, a specialty that they have. You have to think about like in their perspective. Think about something you're super passionate about. If someone were to come up to you and ask for help about that specific thing you're passionate about, of course, you're going to be like, yeah, I want to tell you everything about this thing that I love so much. And so I think that's really important to not, like Kyle said, not be afraid to ask for help from people who specialize in those things you want to pursue. And also like understand that people like want to help with things that they love. I mean, we, even us, like the people, the few families that we've started 
helping with their blogging business, like they, all of them would come up to us very timidly and just be like, Hey, do you mind kind of telling us a little bit more about this? And then we would tell them and they're like, well, I'm kind of interested in this. Do you think you could help me out a little bit? And Kyle and I are just always like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Like we would absolutely love to. And they, all of them were like, well, we were kind of afraid to ask. We didn't know if you would be interested in helping us. And that's kind of opened up my eyes in asking help for others to help us when we have specific questions about something. Yep. Well, and that's, and I've really loved that you guys have talked about this because I just feel like, and you know, I don't have any data. I don't, I don't have anything to, this is just what my feeling is, but I feel like so many people miss out on opportunities because they don't ask people for help. There's, there's so many things. I'm not, I'm not here to promote that the world's perfect and, you know, we got our issues, we got our problems, but there are so many good people in this world. And there's so many good people that want to help other people. Sometimes they just don't know what those people need. And so I'm so glad that you guys have taken the time to, to talk about how, you know, asking really pays off. Okay, well, we're going to go ahead and close this episode now. Again, big thanks to uh, Amanda and Kyle in joining us and sharing with us their growth mindset experience process over the last four years in their blogging business. Thank you for listening to episode six of the Growth Mindset Experience, Blogger Family. Leave a five-star review and follow us on Instagram at GrowthMindsetXP. Feel free to check out our guest's website at MotorcycleHabit.com and GearAndCylinder.com. We look forward to having you with us next week. Until then, please keep growing. Thank you.